Megan. And I'm Jen, and you're listening to the Travel Mug Podcast. Every episode, we talk about travel destinations, interesting trivia, and even some travel fails. Let's dive into today's episode. Don't forget to travel mug. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Travel Mug Podcast. This episode is pretty exciting for Jen and I since it is our 10th episode. Jen actually thought of this brilliant idea that maybe we should actually do something a little bit different and answer some of our listeners' burning questions. So we're pretty pumped to do this. How are you feeling, Jen? Are you scared? No. Well, I'm I'm a little scared of what we're doing at the end of the episode. <laughs> we'll see. But I'm actually really excited about this because it was just really fun to like connect with some of our listeners on Facebook and Instagram. And it was hard when they asked the questions not to like start typing out the answer. I know. For later. So I hope that they're excited to listen and get the answers to their questions. Definitely. So what's the first question? Where did it come from? And what did they say? So the first question is from my friend Jenny. Um, Jenny and I actually went to massage college together over 10 years ago. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Uh, She writes a great blog over at jennifermorash.com. So she asks, what destination are the two of you most looking forward to traveling to when restrictions are lowered and it's safe to go? Um, I know for me, I'm really excited to head back to Europe. Um, We haven't been there in five years and we missed our Mediterranean cruise that was supposed to be in April that I was really excited about. Um, So we're actually planning a group trip to Scotland right now, hopefully, hopefully sometime in spring, summer 2021. That sounds really fun. I just realized uh, through Ancestry that I'm 36% Scottish, which I did not know. So now it has to be on my future itinerary as well. (laughs) Um, But for us in terms of like sort of once we're back out there traveling, which dear Lord, let's hope that's next year. So first stop for us uh, and a couple of things would be Bar Harbor. We do an annual May trip. Of course, we missed it completely this year. Uh, thank you, 2020. So that would definitely be on our agenda, um, sort of as the first thing I would say next year and may hopefully is far enough away that things might have somewhat normalized. Um, and then obviously the other thing is a do-over for our two-week trip to Germany, Switzerland, and Austria. And we've now rebooked it and we're going to go for three weeks instead because why not? You deserve it. Right? <laughs> I deserve it. Exactly. And we'll have been married 10 years next year. We both truly deserve it. Yes, for sure. For having, <laughs> having lived through <laughs> each other for 20, uh, no, 10 years, dear Lord. Um, <laughs> we both deserve it either way. <laughs> Our next question is from Derek at Rope Drop Radio, which is one of my favorite podcasts. It's a Disney podcast, so... If you're a Disney fan, check it out. Mm -hmm. Um, So he asks, when will you be doing a live episode from Disney? So Rope Trap Radio does do live episodes from Disney when they're there. So that's why he's asking this question. Um, Probably go a wee while before I'm back at Disney. Sadly, the uh, restrictions for Canadians heading to the U.S. and then coming back to Nova Scotia and also Florida's kind of a mess to me right now. I'm not comfortable going there, but uh, I hope we'll be in Disney in 2022. That's probably the next time I'm going to be there. Everybody's (laughs) got to have a dream. Let's go for 2022. I mean, I've been to Disney in 2010 and I loved it. I had a really good time. 
but I'm not like a super Disney fan. Like it's not the thing for me that way. So what, when Jen goes, I'm just going to applaud her from afar. (laughs) I'm going to support my podcast partner in her live episode. And maybe I'll be here and she'll be there and we'll do like a question and answer that way. I mean, who knows? Who knows? (laughs) Right on. Next question is from Abby. So at hi, Abby. Hi, Abby. She wants to know, what is the best meal you've had while traveling, fancy or hole in the wall? Jen, what about you? What's, what's, I'm excited to hear this. <laughs> so I think for me, one of the most memorable meals we had was at DGBG in New York. Sadly, this restaurant is closed now. Okay. Um, but it was our friend's wedding. And so we just had a really great group of people, which I think helps like, you know, elevate the memory. Um, but we had a private room in the kitchen and the service was impeccable. The food was really delicious. I remember having like a butternut squash ravioli. Mm-hmm. Um we had cheesecake, like everything was so, so good. And I right. think what just makes it memorable is the service and then being in the kitchen and the company because we I just had a really, really good time. And was it hole in the wallish? Was it upscale? No, it was definitely upscale. Yeah, mm. it was, it was many dollars spent. <laughs> many dollars scale. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, that sounds lovely. And you know what? Sometimes when you're with the right people in the right time, in the right moment, it it really even stands out for you more. I totally get that. Yeah. For us, um, it was likely in Donegal, although I did talk to Peter after I wrote this answer and he gave a different one. So I'll say that as well. (laughs) But for me um, and how I eat now, um, for Donegal in Ireland, we were at House Gastropub It's a pub where you could stay upstairs. We were super pumped. I'm like, it's Ireland. Why not stay overnight in a pub? Ah, yeah. (laughs) Right? Um, But a few weeks out from the trip, they had to cancel on us, and we did Hmm. rebook very nearby. But the restaurant downstairs was still open. They closed the rooms for renovations upstairs. So we had literally the most delicious, like, sautéed mushrooms. They were like little sautéed button mushrooms, Hmm. Um, and they were in a sauce of some sort and they came on a piece of like buttered and grilled black olive bread. Oh. oh my God. I had to go back and look at the picture to find out where it was taken. And I saw the picture and like my mouth immediately. <laughs> That's how good it was. For yes. Me. But then, like I said, when I told Peter about it, he's like, well, what about the pizza? And that reminded me, we were gone to Lake Placid in New York, which I highly recommend. We've gone there twice. There's a place right on the main drag called Eries. It's E-R-E apostrophe S. I could be saying that wrong. But it was meat pizza, which of course I'm pescatarian now, so I wouldn't eat it. But it was the best like pizza of our lives. And we had it once and we're like, maybe we're just like keeping that mm-hmm. good memory of a great vacation. That's why the pizza tasted good. So when we went back the second time we had it again, it was the best pizza. <laughs> Still holds up. So then you know it's good. <laughs> exactly. It held up for sure. It's funny when I think of like the best food is a lot of Disney food, which people are probably like, oh, theme park food. But like, oh my God, oh, their food is mean it. so good. Like oh, almost yeah. everything I've ever had at Disney has been fantastically delicious. So oh, yeah, they take that seriously. I remember oh, that. And good. the food there that I don't remember a, a bad meal. So I, I can completely believe that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what is next? Lisa from the Big Travel Podcast asked... Uh, Lisa can never choose her favorite travel destination when she's asked. So what is your favorite travel destination and why? And are you just making it up to answer the question? (laughs) 
I totally yeah. get she <laughs> she wrote, I think, a little bit of a longer question and I kind of tried to shorten it so I wouldn't have to read out the paragraph. But um, basically it was like she can never choose. So when somebody asks her, she's just like throws something out there because she's like, I don't know, like they're all so amazing. And I can totally relate because it's so hard to pick your favorite. Yeah. And it depends on like my mood, I guess, like where I'm missing at <laughs> Right. No. And, and in 2020, it's missing everywhere. It's Everything. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'd say my top three are at Disney World. Like, I, I this just keeps coming up on this podcast, but I love Disney. And uh, it's my happy place. I don't need a map there anymore. I know where I'm going. Like, it feels like home. So I love it there. Um, Iceland, I'm sure, Megan, yes. you know. <laughs> Iceland is magical, and I can't wait to go back. And New York. I love New York. We have really close friends in New York. And so that's part of the reason I love that city too. But it's also just a really fun city with lots going on. Yeah, definitely. And I think when you come from where we come from, somewhere like New York is just so big and, oh, and yeah. bright. It's it's it is awesome. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say stuff that's already been brought up. So Bar Harbor, Maine, I know it's actually really maritime. It's like where we come from, yeah. but we've just gone, you know, close to 20 times. We've made inroads, like the people that are in know us, the people at the bar we go to know us. Like we, much like you and Disney, like we know what we're going to do, where we want to do it. And people actually know us. Mm -hmm. So it really makes a big difference when you're going somewhere like that. Obviously Iceland, much the same. I think we've talked about that a few times. <laughs> And we've been really so many other beautiful places and more outside of Peter and I for myself. I would say another place for me is probably Bermuda. Um, I started going there in university. I, I was friends with a lot of Bermudians at Acadia. And uh, for one of our spring breaks, our parents, my, my high school best friend and myself, we, they surprised us with a trip. Oh, I know. So we went there for spring break in university and I've been, you know, seven or eight times, never stayed places. I've always stayed with friends, which is, mm -hmm. is I'm not complaining. No, definitely not. <laughs> Bermuda is expensive. So yes. they go off the American dollar, but yeah, I still have really great friends that live there. It's been probably, um, a bit, maybe 15 or so years since I've been, but it, it is one of my favorite places and I, I recommend it highly. Mm -hmm. It's been on my list too. So Hoping to get there someday soon. Definitely. So next up from the Trip Report podcast, thank you for your question. Uh, they're wondering, what's the worst journey you've ever had? This is deep mm -hmm. and dark. No. Uh, you know, we've been lucky. Like, knock on wood, um, we haven't had any truly horrible travel days. Um now that I've said that, oh, we're screwed the next time we travel, I think. It's okay. 2020 has taken care of all of bad karma, so we're good. <laughs> oh, okay. Care <laughs> um, we've had a couple of like close calls with almost missing planes that we've never actually missed a plane, so that's nice. But um, the worst one I can think of is just probably bad planning on our part. But we were flying from – we were going from Halifax to New York, which is like a two-hour flight, I think, if you fly direct. Um, yeah. It was close to Christmas. It was right after Christmas, like January 2nd or something. So the direct flight prices were just absolutely ridiculous. So we flew um, on Porter, Halifax to Montreal, Montreal to Toronto City, Toronto City to Newark. Oh, And it was 
not fun. And if you've ever <laughs> been to the Toronto City Airport, there's, I have. There's nothing in it. There's no. nowhere to eat. Basically, I think they gave us like free trail mix, but my husband's allergic to nuts, and so he couldn't even eat it. Like it was horrid. I think it's gotten a little bit better in terms mm-hmm. of its amenities, but yeah, still, it was bad. And so once we got to Newark and we took the train, I think into to the city into Manhattan, we were like, okay, like we're here, it's all good. But then, like five days later, we're like, oh my god, we have to do the exact same thing flying home. Like yes. this oh sucks. I would have, I I mean, I would have gone, but I mean, I'd almost like, it's better to stay home than have to go I through. No, I know it was, we were actually going to the wedding where we ate ah. at that amazing restaurant. So it was an amazing trip. It was just the getting there and the getting home. Right. That, uh, totally wasn't as much fun. <laughs> I totally. And did you book your flights like late or did, or those are early mm-hmm. flights? Like, no, they- I think we booked it in November. They were doing like a... A quick turnaround wedding gotcha. um, because he's actually from Bermuda, so it was a oh, it was a K one visa uh, situation, <laughs> uh, ninety day fiance situation. Yeah, that's wow. uh, that's mine. What about yours, Megan? What's your worst journey? Honestly, we've been again, even though twenty twenty, I'll knock on the wood too. We've also been super super lucky. Um, we've almost missed a flight, I think, one time to Las Vegas, but someone, some WestJet flight attendant, actually helped us get through like uh, staff security. So she actually like saved us. So that wasn't bad at all. But I would say really the worst thing we had happen was flying from London, England to Halifax, only to get mostly here. And then due to bad weather, he had to like divert from Montreal. Like I could literally see it. Oh, it was horrible. That has to be the worst. It was so awful. And then we flew to Montreal for an extended period of time. We were exhausted. And then we arrived, arrived home in a huge snowstorm. So that was, I mean, it wasn't horrible. No one was injured, but yeah. it was, it was icky. And then yeah. of course you can probably relate to any red eye home from Las Vegas is uh-huh. disgusting. Yeah, that I did not enjoy that when I came home from Vegas. It's uh, no fun. None at all. It's nice. I mean, I guess it's nice that you get the like whole last day because you don't fly out of Vegas until like I don't know midnight or something. But but then you're checked out of your hotel and you're just like a wanderer. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> like, get me home. I'm ready to I'm go. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with this place. The next question comes from my pal Brittany. Met her in a pool in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> I love um, that. I know. And you can follow her for her lovely jewels on Instagram at QB Jewelry. I have some of her pieces. You wouldn't uh, you wouldn't regret it. <laughs> and she wants to know, Jen, do you journal when you travel? I loved this question. I like- love this question too. Oh. Um, so I do. I actually have a little um, notebook that I wrote in the first time I went to Disney World in 2003. Um, so that's really cool. And then I kind of journaled on and off, mostly like big trips, um, like international kind of trip. And then my husband bought us a like custom travel journal probably five years ago. I think our first trip in it is our honeymoon, which would be five years. Oh, Brian. Yeah, it's so sweet. And actually, so we just got this question like 45 minutes ago and I was like, oh my God, I should get out our travel journal and take it to Cape Breton with us this week. Because I know I'm like, Cape Breton, I go there like five times a year, like no big deal. But we are actually doing a pretty big Cape Breton trip this time. So I'm like, no, I'm getting out the travel journal. So at least there's something in there from 2020. (laughs) 
No, I think that that's awesome. And I think that that's really good too, because I think we depend so much on our iPhones or our cell phones. And like, we do a lot of, Pete has a great video camera, so he does a lot of videos. So it kind of takes the place of like the old fashioned writing stuff down, but I've, I've diaried and journaled since I was a kid Mm -hmm. Um, and you get away from it and it, and I do miss it. So for me in this question in regards to travel, um, I didn't always, um, but I do now. So Um, I did spend a month in France in 2004 and it was kind of a tumultuous time in my life at that point. So I didn't necessarily, I journaled some about the trip, but more just about like what I was going through. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't say enough about journaling. It really just did felt like a whole month of self therapy Mm -hmm. and it was incredible. So regardless of whether it's travel or not journaling, I think can be very therapeutic. Um, and then since we started the travel blog, um, and I'm not sure I would consider it like Dear diary journaling or anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely um, jot stuff down from each day to be able to remember some specifics for future posts that we might make that maybe mm-hmm. pictures and videos won't tell me. So I guess it's journaling in a way, but not sort of like, I guess, the traditional sense. And I was, and it's so funny before the podcast, I'm like, maybe I'll like show my journal. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> they can't on, see you. <laughs> No one can see it. But anyway, maybe I'll take a picture for the Instagram page and I'll put it up there before we do this. But yeah, like, I think that's a great question. And I think it's a, I think it's a worthwhile thing to do. Mm-hmm. I love like reading back through uh, the journals every time I like, it kind of sits on the bookshelf without being read between trips. And then I kind of get it out before we go away and I'm looking at our old trips and it's just mm-hmm. kind of nice to like reminisce though. Oh, I love, I love a good reminiscing session. Yeah. All right. So for the next part of this episode, Megan and I are going to ask each other some travel would you rather questions. And I'm excited because we've kept these a secret from each other. Usually we have like, you know, kind of an outline of what we're doing, but uh, this one is going to be interesting. (laughs) I know. And I was thinking about this too, like, what if we have the same one? So we're gonna have to, like, <laughs> pause the episode, although the listeners won't know, and like come up with a no question. We'll that's figure it be, out. Like same page creepiness. Yeah, yeah no, we were in each other's minds too much at this point. I don't know. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, you go first and ask the first question. I'm a little scared, but go. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, I think. Would you rather only visit places you've already been or only visit places you've never been. Only visit places I've never been. Really? Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've already talked about my favorites. You, I love the places that I love. Yeah. But I mean, I've seen what, like maybe seven percent of the world yeah. or something. I yeah. swear. And so, if I think more broadly, like. Uh, there are like hundreds of places I still have to see and only maybe what 25 or 30 that I've been. So definitely, definitely only go to places that I've never been. I would have a hard time not going back to Disney world. (laughs) That That would like affect my answer. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I still, I haven't been to Disneyland in California and I haven't been to any of the Asian uh, parks, uh, Shanghai and Tokyo. So all right, maybe I could do overseas Disney. But just think outside of Disney, I know. the world. Uh, the world. The world. <laughs> All right, I'll leave you with that. You can just ponder it and we'll maybe okay. visit that someday. <laughs> All right, so my first question for you is, 
would you rather, and this is kind of harken back a little bit to our last episode and what you said there. Mm-hmm. So would you rather a free trip to Disney or a free trip to Easter Island? Oh my God. I mean, that's difficult. Thank you. I mean, if you're, if it's a free trip to Disney and I get to choose and I get to go to like the deluxe resorts, I mean... That's going to be hard. Easter to... Island was bucketless. That's true. Easter. I'd have to pick Easter Island actually because that's like I I'm like that's my bucket bucket list that I'm like I don't know if I'm ever even going to get there. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, so if you're like, "Hey, do you want to go to Easter Island next week?" I'd be like, "Yeah, let's go. Let's do it." <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she chose a different answer than Disney. <laughs> I did it. It's a landmark decision. <laughs> Only cuz you tempted me with Easter Island. <laughs> Right? I knew that's why it would make it tough. (laughs) All right. What do you got for me next? Okay. Would you rather splurge on a fancy meal or luxury accommodations? Luxury accommodations. Mm -hmm. And I say this because I I don't eat a vast amount of things anymore (laughs) because I'm pescatarian. So vegetables I can get kind of anywhere. Okay, fair. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can get a salad. Yeah. Um, but I, a luxurious room, like I love me cool places to stay and mm-hmm. like all that stuff. So I would definitely pick a luxury room. And I'm most of the time with vegetables, you, you get mediocre meals anyway. So <laughs> I would probably just take the luxurious room. That's fair. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. Next up for you, be stuck on a seven hour delay mm-hmm. or turn up at the airport and realize your flight is tomorrow. Oh, realize my flight is tomorrow. Yeah. Then you're not missing your trip. If you have a seven hour delay, you're probably missing something. Right. So if you get there and you realize your flight is tomorrow, then you just go home and sit by your suitcase and wait to leave again. <laughs> but you've not missed anything. You so haven't that's... missed anything. Maybe you I took didn't... an extra day off work that you didn't need to, but like, eh. That is true. That yeah. is true. Like the disappointment would be oh, for yeah. real. But <laughs> you still haven't missed anything. That's true. Yeah, you just. I like your. Lo- I like your logic. <laughs> okay. Oh, this one. My next question is kind of similar, but is it is? Would you rather miss your flight or lose your luggage? That was my next question. <laughs> I'm not. We did it. <laughs> All right, so we'll both have to answer that. Okay, yeah, that's and fair. It's so funny because as I was like doing research and, and found this question, because I'm not going to lie, I couldn't be smart enough to come up with these all on my own. Same. <laughs> um, but so I, Peter and I were talking about it, and there's, there's kind of two answers here. Yeah. So if you're going south, I would rather lose my luggage because you can get there and in a gift shop, you can buy a bathing suit and a ta- there's towels yeah. and robes. Yeah. Call it a day. You're good. Yeah. Your luggage will eventually show up to you. But if it's somewhere like international that you're like then heading out from the airport in a rental car for two weeks, mm-hmm. I would rather um, miss my flight than lose my luggage. <laughs> really? Yes. Because yeah. hmm. what are you doing for two whole weeks? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'd just buy new new stuff. (laughs) Pardon us, finance blogger. I know. Um, (laughs) I feel like all of us just can't go out and buy that. No, but (laughs) 
It is a valid thing. No, it is. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you have travel insurance, that will usually cover luggage being lost. So you will get reimbursed for buying well, stuff. Well, like keep it there for you. And when you swing back around, would you get your luggage? Or okay. is this lost loss? What I do don't know. Have? I guess. Like, would you rather your luggage? What if it was lost forever and you never got your luggage back? What? What's your answer then? Um, same, I guess. Like, same. I mean, bugger off then luggage. I didn't need you anyway, I guess. <laughs> no, I try not to put like really important things in, in oh, like yeah. checked luggage, but mm-hmm. I'm sure I have, like, I'm sure I put that travel journal in checked luggage before. And maybe oh, yeah, I shouldn't. <laughs> you need a good carry on full of your most, you know, valuable treasure. <laughs> I, I already overpack. I do not need any more reason to overpack. <laughs> I also am an overpacker. I am very guilty. So this three-week vacation next year will be interesting. Yes, it will. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Well, since we had the same question, I'll move on. I hope we don't have the same one, but that would be super All right. Funny. That would be weird. <laughs> All right. So finance blogger, would you travel the world for a year on a shoestring budget mm-hmm. or travel for a month in complete luxury? Mm-hmm. Oh, this one's very hard. I would travel for a month in complete luxury, I think. I would rather be able to do everything that I wanted to do in a shorter amount of time. I said that first too. And then Pete said, whose stories would you rather hear? Oh, I guess. He's like, I hate it when he's right. but (laughs) Come on, Peter. (laughs) Darn you and your logic, sir. He's like, with a shoestring budget, you can eat and sleep yeah. like you're going to be fine yeah like you're traveling the world okay yeah you're right I mean I guess I've never been one of those people who's wanted to like be gone for a year like I really like coming home well then you <laughs> yeah. should choose the one so I'm going with the I'm gonna stick with my original answer yes. because I don't know if I want to be gone for that long that's a long time Oh no, I'm, I what I said that same too. And what once he said that, I'm like, yeah, I want to see the world. So I'm like, I would take the shoestring. Like, like fine. <laughs> but I mean, don't get me wrong, the luxury was my first choice. It totally <laughs> showed me the logic. And I was like, darn it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll go with you. <laughs> so my next question is: would you rather do one big international trip per year or several smaller domestic closer to home trips? That's a really great question and very timely, seeing as (laughs) one big international or two a year is what we normally do. And then this year has been completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, oh God, I don't want to insult anybody. (laughs) Um, I have to say though, like, I would have to say though the international, and I hate Mm -hmm. to say that, but I feel like no one's going to stop me from doing the local trips. <laughs> what if? But if I guess if I had to choose, I would still choose international because I feel like I want to go outside of my country and experience mm-hmm. other cultures and do other things. Yeah. Um, and I live in this culture sort of every single day. So I think I would do international. What would you say? I think I would choose international too. I, I do. I mean, we've been... I mean, we've talked about this before that we've been loving kind of exploring our own backyard this year. And we've done a lot of things that we've kind of always meant to do and just haven't before because it's always right there. But I really like getting out of our 
area of the world and doing yeah. something else. So um, I'd also pick one big international trip per year. Definitely. And like you said, it's been awesome, but it it's also was forced upon us. So yeah. <laughs> we didn't have honest, a choice. Yeah. No. And if, so if we're going to be honest, we wouldn't have done all that we've done no. this year without it being forced upon us. So what does that say? Yeah. Same. You know? Yeah. Exactly. All right. So my final question for you, Jennifer, is be left behind in the bush <laughs> on an African safari. Ooh. <laughs> or or be left behind in the water on a scuba trip. Oh God. Like both of those are like nightmare situations. <laughs> I know. Okay. So the first thing is I would never be in the water on the scuba trip in the first place. So there's absolutely no risk of me being left behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if somehow I got forced into the scuba trip, um, I would definitely rather be lost in the bush i think although there are scarier animals in the bush than in the water uh but i did watch jaws two days ago so that is like fresh in my mind about the shark thing so right uh yeah um bush i'm gonna go with bush i would go with bush too yeah yeah i mean someone else is gonna drive along there in a little bit right i mean ooh, <laughs> we're gonna hope that they do please come back my last question for you is, would you rather only visit small towns or only visit big cities? Well, I think like I mentioned in the last episode, how we do things has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. So if I was going to be forced, I would say only small towns. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. When I was younger, big cities like London, Paris, New York, Los Angeles, I've been to them all and they're all great in their own way, but I, I feel more connected at this stage in my life with like, and I'm not talking slowing down in terms of like being older, but I'm talking (laughs) like slowing down in terms of like mm, getting to know people better, getting to know businesses better, Mm -hmm. learn about local traditions or, or things like that. I think that I'm more interested now in sort of nature and smaller places than I just used to be when I was younger and looking for bigger, flashier things, probably because I'd never been anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) And now, and now that I've been places, like, I mean, I lived in Paris for a month and like, I've been bigger places and it's lovely and it's fascinating in its own way. But I think I'm just at the point where I'm just into like smaller, more rural, uh, scenic places. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah. We survived the would you rather questions. <laughs> I know. Those were super fun. I and I love and thank you so much too to all the listeners who took the time to to write us some questions. And that was super fun. We love being able to sort of connect and reach out. So that was great. Yeah. Maybe we'll do we'll do this again, maybe uh in the future after 10 more episodes or 15 more episodes or whatever it is. But uh, yeah, that was uh super fun. So thanks for sending in your questions. For sure. And thank you so much to to all of our listeners for listening today, but also for the past nine episodes as well. Because like Jen just mentioned, this is our 10th episode. Um, And we're going to be posting those would you rather questions on our social media in this next week or two so that we can hear your answers too. Yeah. As always, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Travel Mug Podcast. And we would love it if you'd leave us a 10th episode gift as a review on Apple Podcasts. 
that would be great. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye. Bye.